Welcome to the Single to Soulmate podcast. My name is Tanya Alberti, and I am a soulmate manifestation expert, relationship coach, and spiritual guide and mentor. My sole purpose in life is to help you ditch the dating bullshit and finally call in your sacred union. So if you are ready to be done, I mean really done, you are over it, you are done having your heart broken time after time again, then you have come to the right place, my friend. My goal with this podcast is to help you step into an awareness that not only are you a perfect divine soul, wholly worthy of your heart's desires, but that you 100% create your own reality. You absolutely can manifest a one of a kind love. Think of our weekly time together as your go-to for tools, spiritual growth, relationship advice, and manifesting magic. I'm here to give you the tips, the strategies, the insight, and the teachings that you need in order to truly embrace your worth and manifest that mind-blowing connection with the partner of your dreams. Your perfect person is out there waiting for you, I promise. Thank you so much for listening in, and let's get started. Hello, all my beautiful beings of light. Um, I am so excited about today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the twin flame journey. Now, it's been my experience that a lot of people get soulmate connections and twin flames confused. Like a lot of times I've seen people refer to a twin flame as like their perfect match, their perfect partner, their soulmate relationship, and they're actually two different things. So one of the main characteristics about twin flame relationships is that they're not only challenging, shall we say, but they're also healing. And this is because of the mirror effect that that relationship is like a mirror. Now, all relationships are mirrors, but this is particularly intense in a twin flame relationship because they often show up to show you your deepest shadows, right? Your insecurities, your fears, and it's always challenging to be in these kind of relationships. And my guest today um, is a friend of mine. She's um, someone I've worked with personally, and I'm really excited to have you hear her story because she herself has um, a twin flame journey that she has been on. So let's get started. You're going to love this. Hi, welcome back to Single to Soulmate. I am so glad that you're here with us today. I have an amazing, amazing, lovely, lovely woman who is a friend of mine and somebody I've worked with who's incredible. Her name is Colleen Lindbergh. She is classified as many things, guardian to the fairy realm, soul mission activator, animal enthusiast, and all around badass rebel owning her craft. Potency, amplification, power, and alignment are the keywords that Colleen um, would describe her programs and offerings. And she serves them up to light printers globally. And I love that word, light printer. Um, she has been known to collapse timelines, break apart old business paradigms, and infuse fairy magic into calls with her, channeling dragons, goddesses, and all other lightworker support, which is just fantastic. I love her work. 
Colleen really believes that your light matters in the world, as do I. And the more you shine brightly in your uniqueness, the more impact you can make. So welcome, Colleen. I'm so grateful to have you here. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here. And I love, I love all this and I love our relationship together. And I just can't wait to like serve up some amazing convo today. So it's going to be yeah, so it's cool. It's going to be awesome. So today, and I know I've talked about this subject before, but we're going to get a little more specific. So today we are talking about the twin flame journey. And it's interesting to me that when I look around some of the, um, you know, spiritual blogs and spiritual content that's out there, a lot of people I find synonymously using interchangeably the word soulmate and twin flame, and they are completely different animals. And they are completely that, different. Yeah. <laughs> so they're different. They're not the same thing. And it's, I find it um, challenging sometimes when people are like, oh, I just want to find my twin flame. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> are you really sure? Do you know what you're asking for? <laughs> so anyway, I know that you have been on this twin flame journey and you're not currently together. So I would love to know just how did you connect with your twin flame? And then how did you know that he was your twin flame? Yeah. So like the energy at the beginning kind of feels the same as a soulmate almost like you're called to be like you want more or it feels so at home when you get connected. So we met because of what I was doing for work back in the day, I was helping run events and he came out to an event and he ended up signing up for coaching. And I was doing coaching under a mentor at the time. And the mentor was like, look, like he wants to potentially start investing. So I want you to be his coach because I want to keep it tight. Like the conversation's tight between us. And at the time I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Right. So we jumped on a call together as a first, first coaching call to figure out where he needed support. And he was that kind of client that was like, you tell me what I need. So three out and he challenged me right out of the gate that way. I'd never had anybody in my whole entire space say that to me. And I was like, who is this guy? You know, and I'm intrigued <laughs> by him, right? <laughs> Who is this guy? So after a while, three hours later of us conversing back and forth and literally having this amazing conversation, like back and forth, laughing, talking, da, 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 da. I had figured out that mostly on this wheel of coaching that we did, you know, business, career, finances, health, all of that. He had all these prongs covered except for the relationship one. So I said to him, here's what we're going to do. I need you to feel love every day. And then it was like, he went silent on the other side. I was like, hello, hello. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. I was like, fucking rights. You know, like, you know, like, you know like, found it. So we, we get into this conversation about what this is going to look like. And I said to him, okay, what are you doing on whatever date it was? And he's like, I'm like, I'm going to bring a movie over to you, to your house. And I want you to watch this movie. So I don't know if you've ever seen it, uh, Sweet November. So Charlize Theron, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen it and Keanu Reeves. Okay. So she's anyways, he's this high power executive. She for one month takes him into her place and knocks down all of this ego stuff and teaches him how to actually connect and be in love. So we start watching this movie and there's a scene where she blindfolds him. And I said, okay, can you pause this? So I blindfolded him and I had him follow me around the house and connect. And when he got into my energy and finally touched me, like just in a space of that, you could feel the electricity come between us. And then all of a sudden it was just like almost game over. So that's how we kind of got into a relationship sort of. But the next day he said to me, okay, like the cat's out of the bag. We've got that done. We're good to go. And I was like, no, 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 no. 
This is not how this is going to work. I'm in charge of this process. So I will tell you when we are done. And we ended up back and forth for a while because we have 20 years difference in age. So for us and him, I'm closer to his daughter's age than I was to his age. But there was something about us consistently all the time that kept showing up. And after about a year, I heard of this twin flame energy. And I was like, wait a second, you know, <laughs> and I started to look into the details, but I actually found the ones that represented more of a twin flame energy. Like you're mirroring each other's lessons and, you know, you have to expand together and heal this dynamic or step into your space and, you know, like all of those things. And I was like, we're twin flames. I'm sure of it. And then I was working with a spiritual mentor at the time and I brought it up to her and she tapped in. She's like, no, you guys are twin flames. And I was like, Cause we battled a lot too. And we like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell you the rest of it, but let me pass the mic back to you before I just keep elongating. Oh, no, no, that, I mean, <laughs> that's great. And that's, it's so um, interesting because I think there was something very key that you brought forward, which is it feels in the beginning, mm -hmm. like a soulmate connection. Yeah. Because there's familiarity, right? Yes. There's that connection in that sense of, oh my God, this is really intense. I yes. know you, my soul knows you, like, yes. I, I know that we've been together, then that that connection and bond is really super powerful. That's why a lot of people get into that relationship and they're like, oh my God, this is the one, this is my yeah. soulmate. I know it Yeah. until <laughs> the ball drops yeah. <laughs> and then you're uh, like, oh, karmic I got lesson. a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was your experience like as that unfolded as you started to discover that you were twin flames? What, what kind of happened in your relationship, you know, as far as like those mirroring lessons to each other, you oh, know, yeah. what, what was that like? Well, we, um, so we did have this potency and even still today, if you see us in a room together, like we just get each other, we could end like end each other's sentences. We don't even have to communicate. Like our energy, I have tried to cut the cord of energy from him for a long time. Like we started 13 years ago, we dated for four officially and then fucked around for three to four more years, dabbled and even still are super <laughs> intertwined in certain energetic spaces. And it was like, we are like, you'd be like, you guys should be together. And it's like, no, like we, we've been there, done that. And we honor each other now in different ways, which is really cool. But back then, um, our spiritual mentor was actually working with both of us. So we were doing one-to-one -one work with her. She, he would go once a week. I would go once a month. Um, just financially, I just couldn't support going more or else I probably would have. And she said to us, you guys need to break apart for a while because there's things that you both need to learn independently. And then there's a possibility that you can come back together because him He's super wealthy, makes a lot of money uh, residually, doesn't even have to work if he doesn't really want to, like lots of possibility there. My number one lesson in this life, of course, is financial independence. So he wanted to be the white knight and pay for everything and do all this and take me, you know, shopping and do all that stuff, which I wanted him to do because I loved that availability in him. But my lesson was my own financial independence to purchase and do it all on my own, even if I didn't have to. But I just started the business. I literally started the business while we were together. Like I met him in June. I met him at the end of May. And in July, I broke free from my mentor who gave me an ultimatum that said, you can't date him 
And I was like, all I knew was I had to say yes to him and not to my mentor. And I walked out of the door and started my business. That's literally how it started back in the day because of this whole like relationship. And he mirrored this money thing. So she was like, and I mirrored to him self-worth and I mirrored to him having confidence in who you are and actually owning who you really are, which he still is struggling with. Other people dictate to him and he succumbs. And, you know, even the relationship he's in now, it's like, there's something missing there, but he still stays. And because, you know, she's a nice woman or whatever it is. Right. And like, I, dude, have a good time, like whatever you're doing, but he's still diminishing that and hasn't learned that space. So this was like the first year of our relationship. Uh, our mentor was like, look, you guys need to separate and go and learn the shit you need to learn to potentially actually come back together in wholeness instead of us seeing the pieces and mirroring these pieces back to each other, which then created this crazy ass energy, right? Mm. So we managed to go about three weeks <laughs> and then wow, I ended up in bed time. at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know, after a shift at the bar, cause I was still working part-time at a bar. I'd get fulfilled and then I'd leave and then we'd be like, okay, we can do this, you know? And two weeks later, I'd be back in his bed, you know, in that space. And we always had this like intense, like we got each other. Like, oh yeah. I never had to teach him. I never had to tell him. It was just like, boom. And he even says to this day, like you ruined me forever, uh, all other women. And I was like, dude, this is what we call twin flame. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like energy. And we dabbled and dabbled. And this was about uh, September. And then in December, he's like, I have a Christmas present for you. And it was tickets to go to Mexico. So we actually left and went to Mexico, which was a whole other shit show that happened. <laughs> like everything is like, they wouldn't let him on with the passport. They, we missed the plane. He had to pay 5,000 more dollars to get us. Like, because of the fact that we weren't listening to what needed to happen. And I had a big enough ego to think, like, we can battle this. Like, this, is, this isn't what this is. Like, we'll get through this, you know, because the connection was so intense that I just didn't want to let it go. And I'll tell you one more thing and then I'll get past the mic back to you. But we were sitting in Mexico at this Italian restaurant and all of a sudden this woman started singing opera and I, my whole, I started to cry. My whole body went into goosebumps. And I said to him, I used to sing this song to you in a past life. And in that life, I got the whole download. We said in that life, we had to part. And we said, if we would ever be together, if we ever met up again and and we were ever together again, we wouldn't let each other go. So we were holding on to that contract as well as all the other twin flame karmic contract. So imagine, yeah, holding that space. Yeah, <laughs> holding that space. And he started to cry too because he recognized it. I amplified it in him. And I even saw the boat of us like literally departing together or like on separate ways, like the boat taking us in separate ways. But every time I hear opera, I'm, I go back into that life. So, and then we come back to Canada and I'm like, we need to separate again. And then we just ended up being like, fuck it. Like, who cares? Like, we don't need to honor that. Like, we'll just stay together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow. Yeah. And I have to tell you, that's the thing that is like, so hallmark. And like, I know people are like, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> and and the, those are the two biggest things. A, the intensity Mm -hmm. the intensity of the chemistry, the sexual attraction, yeah. the emotional connection, but also the like 
coming together and then pulling apart and coming together and pulling apart and coming together and pulling apart and yeah. constantly like and you even mentioned it's been what 15 years and you're still in and out of each other's lives at least a little bit you yeah. know it's almost like that connection is gonna be there for the whole entire lifetime and not to mention when you bring in you know past life situations where you've done this dance before yeah. you know and yeah. it just is like wow <laughs> You know, and it's, it's challenging. It's challenging, you know, because especially when, you know, your emotions get involved and, you know, you love and care about this person, but yet at the same time, they're just amplifying to you all this stuff you need to work on that makes you feel like shit. And you're like, ah, I can't do this. So how did you finally decide that? Okay, this is it. Like we're done. Like, I love you, but we're done. So how did it end? And then how have you helped yourself since then to really yeah. kind of move on? Yeah, it's oh man, it's definitely been, it has not been easy. Oh, so sure. we went, so think about at one year, we were dealing with this, then by year four, because we weren't listening, it was just like, I became this jealous, crazy person. He started cheating. Um, we, even though we would have sex six days a week and I'd be like making sure that I freaking was fulfilling him, but I could feel it. Like it was like, it was falling away from me because I wasn't focused on what I really needed to do. I was focused on trying to keep him in my life. So I became everything I thought he wanted me to be, except for the piece that was needed, the business and financial independence. Right. And I kept floundering. I go up, oh my God, amazing month. I just did 10 grand. And then the next month would be zero, you know? And I kept floating in this. And then he'd be like, Hey, uh, Daniel needs to be picked up from school, like his son, or like, can you take the dog out or whatever? And I would always be there. Cause I'd be like, if I can just keep giving more and more and more and showing up more then he would love me and everything would be okay. When it was this, if I would have just backed out for a bit and did the work I needed to do, then we wouldn't have been in this shit show. And I would have allowed, it would have allowed him to expand and move through, but I dropped into this low vibrating. I need to keep this thing. So we had an explosive uh, falling out. Like it was like, and why would that be a surprising thing? Because mostly I, I assume, I'm going to assume a lot of these twin flame relationships, there's shit like this that happens all the time that it's oh, like, yeah. it's explosive. <laughs> it is like, fuck you, da, 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 da. And <laughs> this was May. Then in September, because he's still white knighting it and wants to help me and wants to take care of me and, and he wants that and he desires it. And it's on his heart for him to give to people. He loves to do that, but not in a way where there's almost like, I need you to, in a way of, I, I desire to. So September, he gives me a call and he's like, Hey, so I've got this business opportunity that's coming in and I really want to bring you in as a partner on it. So white knighting, trying to save me again. I think there's possibility here. You can do all the work because I was doing a lot of growth strategy work, um, you know, process development. And if you brought me in, he's like, we could own this franchise with this other partner, have five locations, set them up in five years. You could run the regional manager. You know, you wouldn't have to put too much time in and you'd be kicking out the money that I know that you're worth. And I was like, at first I said to him, let me think about it. And then he freaking railed on me. Right. And he's like, what do you mean you have to think about this? You need to da, 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 da. I've got to set this up for you. I did. And then I, I was like, fine, fine. I'll, I'll step in to this space. Okay, fine. So now we've become partners in business. Okay. So, <laughs> and then he's dating all these women. Like, and my mom, my mom lovingly calls him Dong Wong or Dong. Yeah. Like Don, is that the right word? Don Wong? Don Wong. Yeah. 
Yeah, Don Juan. I always say the wrong thing. I always call it Wong. <laughs> um, and he loves women and is in that space and exploring and doing all that. Well, there's me on the sidelines going, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for us to get back together. So we started fucking around again. And, you know, for three years after we broke up, we were in this thing of up and downs and moving through. And then we had a business together. Then we kicked the partner out of the business. Now it was just him and I again. And it got to a point where he had to put more money in or we were shutting down and we shut it down. So now I've been investing 12, 18 hour days in this business. I have no income streams. So guess who rides the white knight back up, writes me some checks for a year, promises me an X amount for a year to save me again. So like we cycled through this pattern in different ways for like forever until it was probably December of 2020 that we finally like, and maybe we wouldn't talk for months. And when he started dating the girl that he's dating now for about a year, we didn't really, we weren't really connected. When I moved to California, like we ebbed and flowed a little bit in that space, but we weren't that tied, but it felt like it almost like it closed out for us in December where he's like, you cannot rely on me anymore. And I was like, thank fucking God, because and I, I loved that he did that, even though, you know, the part of me that broke down that day was like, can I really do this on my own? Can I be independent? And, you know, you go through all those things, but I need, we needed to slam the door in this space because of the fact that like, we like, oh, it was just like, it showed up so many times in different cycles and different spaces. And yeah, like I moved to California to get away from it. Like I like, literally that was one of the reasons why I was like, I'm fucking going and I'm leaving. And because he couldn't, we couldn't just meet up or we couldn't just, you know, dabble in or, you know, like all that stuff. So, so interesting. Yeah. It's like that line from the Godfather. He keeps pulling me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? I have an Italian husband, so we watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's so true. And that's exactly it. It's like the coming together and pulling apart and coming together and pulling apart. And you eventually have to get to a place where you're like, this is amplifying our lessons so that we can look at them, yes. see them and work on them so that you know that you're not meant to rescue me. Yes. That's not your job. And I'm meant to learn this independence. So was there anything else going on lesson-wise for you with this? Or was that like the bulk of it? That was like that, well, self-worth and self-respect also too. So when we first broke up, I was trying to chase him again and it detrimented who I really was, where if I stood in my power and owned who I really was and created a boundary around that, like I would have been out of that relationship sooner. I wouldn't have been like he, and he may not ever admit that he was cheating, but he was cheating and that's fine, whatever he's doing over there, because we should have quote unquote disassembled this relationship a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So he could have been free and I could have owned who I really was. Like I needed to, instead of trying to kowtow around it or not step in or not have those conversations. And like, I'm not a jealous person. If you like, well now I'm not for sure. But like, if you don't want to be with me, we're not going to be together. Like that's just period. And if you are off thinking that you need to cheat, then you're not my guy because my guy is going to be all in all here. Like we're doing this together. There's that boundary set in place that we're in the space. And like, I am so confident in that man in my life now that I will not tolerate anything other than that. Like, you know, but I had to learn that too. Right. Like 
the financial part and the independence was one thing, but really freaking looking at what I wanted in my life and who I really was. And, you know, like the word deserve isn't really the right word, but I'm going to say it anyways, like what I deserve to have. And I know this is a lot of the work that you do with, with people in the world and even especially women of like, stop cycling in this space. And when I started dating again, I, I got into this kind of like, I already knew I went on the apps and I was like, no, these aren't my guys, you know, but you need to go have an experience. Everyone told me. So I'd go on these dates and I would already know like, oh, so you still live with your mother? Yeah. I already could feel that before. You know, my intuition was getting so heightened that it would be like, I'm sorry. Like I need a driver of a man that is like out there doing it. But then I also had to become the woman that would attract the man that I really want to be with. And although my twin flame was 80% of my list, the last 20 was the most important pieces to it, you know, and recognizing that and realizing that and honoring that, like we will always be friends. He will always be a guy in my life that I can tell stuff to, but there will be a boundary. And I know the second I meet my guy who's coming in hot right now, he's around the second I meet him, there's going to be a shit show. And I know it because all of a sudden the tie will be disconnected and he's now going to have to deal with that because I've released him in this way. And if we choose to get together in whatever fashion it is now, I hold a certain energy and I go, I know, and I'm very clear. There is nothing else around this, but this, whatever it is. And, but he hasn't done the work and it's going to be interesting. To see it's going to be happens. interesting. <laughs> yeah. We talk about shit shows. Here it comes. Yeah, I know exactly right. And, and that's the thing. That's, and, and you had brought up so many things that are really the reason why for the bulk of the work that I do, because yes. of the fact that there are so many people, women in particular, and like I said, I've worked with men too, but predominantly women, because I think this is kind of like something that has been as the divine masculine has been in such um, control energetically that the the divine feminine has been taught over millennia to um, you need you need this person to save you you need this person um, for security for safety and um, now that we've shifted in this last hundred years to where women you know are much more standing in their own power and energy. Now it's turned into, but I need to have a man in my life. So I need to change myself to be whatever it is they want. You know, like, let me just, let me just be whatever you need. So you love me, you know, let me, I can't really deep down love myself. So I need somebody else to love and validate me. So I need a relationship, you know, and, um, that's, a huge problem. So when you come across these twin flame relationships, you find out that, you know, you're going to have this constant reflection back to you, whether it's a twin flame or any relationship, unless you are, have done that inner work mm-hmm. and you're, you're working to heal those things and, and whatever lesson you're meant to be learning, whatever your soul chose in this lifetime, these are all contractual relationships and agreements, right. With other souls. Yeah. So we have the ability to transmute that, heal that, move through it, but you have to recognize it 
yeah. and then be willing to do the work. So yeah. in your case, because you've done the work and he hasn't, you know, when yeah. you do step in and I'm telling you, once you get in that more healed space and you are in alignment and you get clear about what you mm -hmm. want. And I love that you're aware that you said that he's 80% of your list, yeah. but it's the last 20% that matters. Yeah. And I'm telling you that is a thing that is yeah. really, really important to be aware of because I'm always telling people get clear about what you want. Yeah. And, and no, and don't settle, you know, and yeah. make a list. I made a list and literally yeah. two months later, I met the love of my life. Right. And the he list. was everything like, <laughs> not on that list. Plus shit. I had never even thought of. Yes. Right? So twin flames being as challenging as they are, and they have a lot of karmic ties and they're, they can be extremely tumultuous, you know, with this back and forth. So as we're kind of wrapping things up, what advice from your perspective as a spiritual woman who's in alignment, who's in flow, who has done the work and has kind of like shifted some of this contractual energy between the two of you, even though he hasn't, yeah. um, what advice do you have for anyone who might be going through a twin flame relationship right now? Yeah. So one thing I just want to say to the list requirements, uh, make sure penis works is on it. <laughs> uh, yes please <laughs> I manifested one of those before yeah and I didn't have that on the list and it didn't work so I just want to make sure I say that out loud for some yeah okay. now listen <laughs> don't even make me bring up my quartz penis crystal oh my god I love it <laughs> quartz. okay uh, let me get you back to the serious note because some of you Sorry. are probably like tell me what you have to say you know <laughs> We're okay so That's okay you recognize that you're in a twin flame relationship. So a couple of the key things that need to happen and they say this a lot, and this is true. If we would have separated and did the work outside of each other and just learned how to be independently in what, whatever we needed to learn, there was a possibility we could come back together. And if I just trusted the process and trusted myself as well, because there is always the, he fulfills a desire and a need in me. He filled my cup in a way that I didn't fill my cup, right? So if you could trust the process and separate for a bit, it would be your best ability. Now, for some of you, that may not be possible. So what I say to you is really looking at the parts within you that are being activated and triggered in this relationship and start to do the work. But the work has to be done independently. So it's not like we go to a marriage counselor together. No, you hire a coach, whatever capacity that is, or a therapist or whatever, and you start to do the work that you need to do. Now, granted twin flame energy is spiritual energy and it's in alignment energetically, the pragmatic side of life and the humanness may not be able to give you what you need. So you really need to lean into that spiritual involvement, that connection, that tapping in, that availability that we have to find the answers and to work through the answers and to clear the energy of the answers in that way as well. So some people try it the normal route of like the human side and it's not giving them what they need because it's all connected in energy together. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I wouldn't do it again. Um, in the way that we did, like, I'm meaning like, I wouldn't like redo anything because I don't really believe in like, you know, regrets like that. Would it have been easier? Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I chose narrow winding roads. We no longer choose those. Um, and our relationship now like has been, it's way more available, meaning I will tell him stuff 
And he's finally opening up to me the secrets that he's keeping from a lot of people, even himself sometimes. Cause I'm like, dude, I have no judgment on you. Like, why don't you just tell me the truth? Like just, and I make comments to him sometimes and, and he's starting to own the dimensions to who he really is, which is a really cool thing to watch. We will always, and I know we will always be in each other's lives. Like I see no matter where we are, like, obviously I'm making a big move to Costa Rica this fall and no matter where we are, like we will show up in some way, shape or form. And I still feel like we'll pass in this life together. So there'll be a time after we go through the relationships we need to go through, our learnings, like we're in an old age, like, you know, space and I show up at his place and I just keep saying to him, I just see you with like socks pulled up to your knees and freaking sandals with suspenders on mowing your freaking lawn. And I'm like, yo. And, and then all of a sudden he's like, I've been waiting for you, you know, like, and, like, and I just see it and we'll pass together in this life, but we'll pass as completion. Like it, it won't be that we need to learn anything else because we did the work. Now that possibility may or may not be available depending on whether we do the work and whether we align it. And can we jump into the chaos again? Yeah, we can. And we did a while back. And I was like, whoa, okay. And at one point in time, I went to him to help me get out of something. And he goes, I can't be this guy for you anymore. And I was like, thank fucking God. You know, like I was like, thank you. Thank you. You have no idea. That was the best gift you could have given me because now that tie got released and he is no longer able to do that. Does he want to? Yeah. And, you know, when I see him and stuff, he's like, I bought you this and I bought you this. And, you know, this fireplace came from him like and he buys me things still because he desires to and there's still that piece for him but I don't need that from him anymore yeah that's a big difference huge huge that's a huge difference it's subtle but it's big yeah it's huge like huge so that's kind of what I would say like if people have they know they're in those relationships like the separation part and doing the work alone in your own space is where the pieces lie because it has to come from you and it can't most it can't be done together because you're mirroring each other. You'll never come together. You will only be able to come together and have an understanding once you do the work. So hundred percent. I yeah. couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And that's where I come in. <laughs> it is where you come in. I know. It's so perfect. I like teed it up for you. <laughs> no, but it's so true. It's so true. You've got and I mean, that's where I was. I was in that same space. I wasn't with a twin flame, but I mean, just I had endless one after another, after another relationship where it was constantly being reflected back to me. You have wounds. You have Mm -hmm. things within you you need to heal. And until you start doing that work, you know, you're, you're going to be continually in these patterns and again and again and again. So whether you find yourself in a twin flame relationship, my condolences reach out to me. <laughs> I'm here to help and support Good you. Luck. <laughs> um, or if it's just one bad relationship after another with constant patterns of cheating and you know emotional unavailability. I mean, I could write a list a mile mm-hmm. long. But um that inner work and doing the individual work alone, at least getting it started mm-hmm. and having awareness around that is is what makes all the difference in the world, because we are here, we are all here having these experiences for expansion, for growth, for understanding, and just not just for ourselves, but for the collective energy. And it's just, it's really important. And you could take, you could not do it. You could choose not to, 
Yes, but, you uh, can. <laughs> in your next lifetime, have we live in the same thing? Because <laughs> it's probably going to happen. <laughs> well, and it's showing up even more and more now for us, Tanya. And I know you know this, but like the twin, us finding our twin flames to deal with our stuff so that we can step in. Like we are being, we, we dropped into this earth for specific purposeful reasons. And because the blueprint of earth is off and, you know, we're seeing all this stuff come out of, you know, the demise and these people controlling the energy of the earth and all of us light workers are being awakened. Some of us have been awake for a long time, longer than others, but we are the trailblazers of the energy helping to awaken the others that the twin flame connection is going to be more dominant now than before. If you have not been learning your lessons, especially like we're like, we'll just kind of put some gas on the fuel over here and throw right? in some more twin flames for these people because they're freaking not getting it, you know, like um, just be prepared, like just honor that that's where you're at. Do the work, reach out, figure it out because the mission you have on earth, whether you think it's big or not, it doesn't matter. Your piece of the puzzle is needed and 100%. we can't move it forward until we complete the puzzle. So fucking get your shit together. Let's go, you know? Yep. Amen, Mama. Preach it. <laughs> well, that's pretty much where I think is a good place to put a pin in this conversation and end things. I think that um, is really powerful. I love that you're sharing your experience and with my listeners because I feel even though you're mostly in the spiritual business space, your own personal story um, is really super like what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it's, it's very relevant to what I am always talking about with people and, um, the work that I do and the message I'm putting out because it can be a very lonely space. You know, if you're in that relationship by yourself and you're back and forth and back and forth and you're struggling with all this emotion and you have nobody in your world to kind of explain to you, Hey, this is what's going on. So I think it's very valuable to have somebody like you who's been through this and has come out on the other side, looking amazing, incredible in alignment in her energy and doing the work and lighting up the world with her light. Um, it's very valuable um, for people to hear that message. And I'm quite sure that my listeners got so much out of this today. So thank you so much for being here. I love you. I honor you. I value you. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Tanya. And I'm just so grateful that we got to do this. So thank you. Thanks so much. You're the best. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you found this conversation to be helpful at all, please make sure you leave a review, um, put it in Spotify or iTunes. That way I know, I know that what I'm sharing is helping you and I can continue to keep the good things that you're interested in coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, I would love for you to come follow me on Instagram. It's at I am underscore Tanya Alberti. I share all kinds of things there daily from everything from um, developing your intuition to connecting with your guidance to manifesting tips, how to call in relationships, all of the good things. So give me a follow there. Otherwise, you can also find me at www.tanyaalberti.com at my website. And I just want to say thank you so much. Much love to you. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. And meanwhile, just remember that if you have a desire in your heart, it is meant for you. And your true love, your soulmate is out there waiting. 
Have an amazing, amazing day. Much love.